Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Big machines keep on pumping. While the little ones think about jumping.
listening to the road now are on radio free brooklyn and we just heard we heard two songs from our guests this evening josh yafni yeah yafna uh, we opened with their song 735 that's josh yafna and the culprits yes sir from their ep on the table which was released last january we followed it with and you picked it out so i give you huge credit for that um your friends in the normal living Yep. Uh, and their song Country Mile from their EP, uh, sorry, their album Signals. Yep. And we followed it with a brand new release from a local artist, Carolyn Rose. Her song Soul Number no. 5, Loner, uh, which was just out today. And then right after that, Solo, Trampoline. Yes, sir. By, um, which is just on the EP called Four Songs by yep. Josh. Yep. And it's also going to be on um, an upcoming, um, you know, Josh album. To be determined later what the name's going to be. It might just be Josh Yavna. <laughs> so uh, not with uh, the culprits? Yeah, I mean, they might play on some of it, but um, it's mostly older songs from before some of these culprits were there. Okay. 
finally going to be released in a whole album package. But we do play the trampoline and other songs that are, quote, Josh songs okay. live too. So Josh is playing on Saturday night at a place where I did not know about, but that's okay. I am out of the loop in terms of what's cool and what's going on in, in, in Bushwick and in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know either. I just heard about it. It seems like a cool place. and uh, Actually, it does seem like an incredibly cool place. Yeah. It's called Bazaar, and uh, based on the name, it's interesting and intriguing, so you should come down. Yeah. They do and, all kinds of... And stuff. you're playing with Steve and then not Steve's. Yeah. Uh, Sharp Violet. Yep. And then our mutual friends as well, Eli and Frank. Yep. Formerly of The Fearless, and we're not sure whether there's going to be a Fearless again, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yep. Uh, we're optimistic. We're all, great. We're, yeah, they are. They used to play some kick-ass shows that I've seen them play uh, a few times, and there's no cover. No cover. Uh, but as we always encourage everybody when you go out to shows that are no cover, that if there's that person coming around with the bucket to say, hey, do you want to throw something in to help support the band, um, that you throw something in to help support the band's performing. Um, and tip your bartenders. That's incredibly important Always. as well. <laughs> Always. Um, so now you say that um, you and the band, mm-hmm. you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just putting your own spin on it, which I like. is a very cool way of doing things. Thank you. Yeah, I thought of that a while ago and it fits. So Now, what do you, what do you mean by that, though? Because you're playing blues rock. Primarily. Uh, prim- primarily on, on, the, on the Culprits EP. Um, and uh, you Im- impressed Nenem uh, and his guests who were in the studio. Um, and I have to I have to tell you, one of the great things about being here at Radio Free Brooklyn is when we do this changeover. Um, and Nenem, who is the host of Seeds of Afro, which runs from 6 to 8 o'clock on Monday evenings, um, when he hears, because uh, I always open with guest track, and when right. he hears the music, uh, and he is genuine when he's like, because he probably was, this is, dope yeah I, i'm not sure what his exact quote was i right? appreciated the face reactions <laughs> and the head bobs yeah from from both he and his guests so yeah i mean your, your music is in, incredibly I, I don't want to use the term catchy um because it's not a poppy type song but it's incredibly like i don't know it's just sort of familiar as as you're saying but but there is something there were different hooks in it there were different things going on with it and I'm like, yeah, this is this is good music, and it's different music. It's not what I'm hearing yeah. right now. All right. Well, um, I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, like the reinventing wheel line, that's always kind of what I've wanted to do once I decided to, you know, kind of pursue the songwriting process. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have a bunch of different influences, and I just feel like you don't necessarily have to create something completely new, have elements of what's been, but put your own spin on it, you mm-hmm. know, use influences in a positive way. Try to make something unique or unique-ish. You know, it could be familiar, but as long as you're not ripping someone off at least directly. <laughs> not that I try to rip anyone off. I just mean as long as yeah. it doesn't sound like something directly that you've heard before. But, well, it sounds a little bit like this. Oh, but it doesn't. You know, that's kind of what I try to go for. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, the the one question I kind of wanted to ask, and I'm glad we were able to play 735 and then, you know, bookend the, the, the set with Trampoline, yeah. is... When you're writing the music sort of for the blues rock and knowing that there's going to be other people there, is it a different process for you when you're writing it just to, for you to play an acoustic set? Um, it, I mean, for me, I mean, everyone who writes or creates has their own process, but as far as mine is a song starts, you can go in any direction. You just kind of have to follow what it, you know, where it takes you. Like Neil Young, who's along with Bob Dylan, my two biggest 
musical heroes and influences is, you know, following the muse of either a song or a direction. And that's kind of where I always take songs unless, you know, whether I have a theme in mind or something just comes out, it's never like, oh, this is uh, an acoustic song. This is a more rocky or this is bluesy. It's whatever comes out and, you know, I'll sometimes bring it to the band or, you know, we'll work on it together or it's just, it just comes out however it comes out and whatever the best way to present it when it's finished is what I go with. Now, are you a guy who like just keeps copious notes in terms of those songs? Like, yeah. so the, the muse is there and it takes you somewhere and then you can't see where it's trying to lead you. And then you're like, okay, I yeah. like, I like this. I'm not just going to crumple it up and throw it in the, in the basket. Right. But we're going to continue to go on with it. Yeah. I mean, some songs have taken me five, 10 minutes. Some have taken, you know, if you count an idea and then completing it at some point, it's been, you know, four years or more. Like, um, one of the songs on the EP, like a dead horse. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, some of the lyrics are from 10 years ago. And then, you know, the song itself stemmed from a jam with, you know, the guys, and I just, once we started, once I started playing along with a bass line and a drum beat that was going on, I immediately, you know, thought of a verse stanza from, you know, a long time ago. And in my mind, that's always a good sign. Like, oh, oh, now we have to go with this one. We have to work on this for a little bit because, you know, obviously I saved it for a reason. And if something, you know, brings it back up, you know, that means let's, let's work on this for a little bit and see if something good comes out of it. Have you ever um, then fought with the song to try and, like complete it yeah. and then you're like no i should have just left this for a year or i should have just no i'm i'm, I'm actually fighting with a couple now <laughs> yeah who's winning uh depends on which one <laughs> okay yeah. okay um so i'm going to do a little bit of a, a a contrast uh with with our our next our next song but tell me the trampoline reference what is that referring to in the song cuz you're sort of saying like I'm going to walk along with you on the on the trampoline. Yeah. Which you don't really sort of do. Yeah. And then it's a walk and then it's a jump. I mean, it's it's partially about um, you know, a relationship with someone that ended mm-hmm. and then I'm kind of talking or singing to you know, the person I'm going to find ultimately. Um, but as far as the trampoline, it was kind of like, you know, as far as life life has its ups and downs, it could you know, like a trampoline, obviously it's a fun thing, but it could also be frustrating if you're trying to walk on it. You can't, you fall. Yeah. So it's funny when I first recorded it, you know, a long time ago, an initial demo of it, the walking part was actually a mistake. But then I thought about it <laughs> and I'll admit this, um, you know, that actually fits because it was supposed to be just jumping twice. Like, oh, we're jumping on the trampoline together, uh, which could mean whatever you wanted to. But then I thought, you know, for what I'm going for with this particular song, you know, the walking on a trampoline, that that makes sense because it's not that easy to walk on a trampoline. So for what I'm going for in the song, as far as basically saying goodbye to somebody and also, you know, saying I'll find you to someone else, it, um, you know, it kind of works with what the song I was going for. Okay. That, that's a very helpful explanation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give people a, a different interpretation than of trampoline um, by a group by the name of Mother Feather. Um, And then we're going to follow it with our guest uh, from next week, Amber Lamps. This is Mother Feather. You're listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, little girl, I hate to see you weeping like back. 
It's Not All Right by Amber Lamps, who are going to be our guests in the studio next week on the Roden Hour. And before that, we heard Trampoline, different sort of interpretation of Trampoline by Mother Feather from their uh, self-titled release that came out in 2016, I believe. But they are playing on March 8th at the Gramercy Theater. That's 25 bucks unlike the free show that Josh and all those fine artists are doing on Saturday night uh, at Bizarre Bushwick. Um, And again, so if we can just do that rundown again, uh, so it's Steve and the Not Steves. An acoustic um, set from Steve and the Not Steves, um, Sharp Violet um, and Ellie and Frank and uh, us, meaning Josh Alvin and the culprits. And and so, yeah, so you're going full on electric i feel like we're talking like yes. that in the 60s or something like yep. that you guys are an electric band yeah pete seeker's really mad about it but we're doing it anyway <laughs> uh, are you gonna cover a pete seeker song uh, now we will yeah <laughs> just to see if you can get him angry I'm, at you yeah, i'd love him to come and try to you know <laughs> knock over the amp <laughs> if i could bring pete seeker back to life i think that would get us some uh some press so. yeah most of fans will be cool to me. Uh, well, well, yeah, exactly. Obviously. And, you know, you could ask him, like, what's it like being dead? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's probably, you know, getting that asked all the time these all days. The time. So, um, so you've been, like, you've actually been doing a lot of shows since the release, right? It seems you're playing. I'm trying to. Um, yep. I'm trying to set up more. Uh, we, I actually just did an acoustic set at Pete's Candy Store, which I love playing. Yeah, uh, it's a really nice, intimate little venue, isn't it? Yeah, for acoustic shows it's one of my favorite places to play or hear other people it's really a great spot so that was a cool show it was me kevin my guitarist and our friend jake filling in um, on drums mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a different thing than we usually do whether it's an acoustic show or a rock, or a band show as far as a rock band show but it was it was cool now um when you i'm asking you this question because uh, at our show that we did on, on thursday night i asked one of the artists if they were going to be playing a particular song and um and she said no because i don't think that will go over as well with the audience um so i was like oh darn <laughs> i was kind of looking forward to hearing it yeah. so um do you do the same type of thing that when you look to put together your your playlist um your set list for an evening whether it's going to be acoustic or again with the culprits like, are you taking into account, like, the venue where you're playing? Like, yeah. perhaps the people who are going to be there in the audience or... Not not as much the audience, but um, but if it's, a, if it's a band show versus an acoustic show, um, whether it's solo or band, I mean, there's certain songs that I prefer to play acoustic mm-hmm. and certain songs that obviously sound better with the band. But, um, you know, I'm confident that, you know, as far as the audience, you know, as uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage, you say the cream rises to the top, my childhood hero. Um, uh, you know, so I'm confident that, you know, if people like it, they'll like it regardless of what they're into because most music fans have somewhat of an eclectic taste. And, uh, you know, it's more about, you know, acoustic versus rock. But yeah. as far as the songs themselves. So. I, I think it's actually a really interesting point that you just made that I think most music fans have like a much more eclectic taste than they actually really give themselves credit for. Or yeah. I think I, I, I hate to sound like a Fox and friends person and sort of say what the media says, yeah. but that, you know, that people are really sort of pigeonholed in terms of what they, they like. I, I think, you know, again, I'm just going back to, to Nenem and, and his guest and, you know, and I think his guest was the one that says good music is, is good music. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it's going to cross all boundaries whatsoever. And, mm-hmm. and, and you make good music 
and and you have something that that people can latch on to i don't care what it is that you're making yeah, yeah exactly so you know that's part of i mean just you know like i have a lot of songs if you heard you know five of my songs you might get a completely different impression of what i do than if you heard five different ones mm-hmm. um so you know i kind of like that but i also like the idea you know one of my favorite bands and biggest influences is the replacements um you know two albums in particular really inspired me let it be in tim <laughs> sure so just, sure so part of the reason of that is because when i first heard them i never heard a band you know husker do also did this to a degree like where there were certain songs that were very heavy and intense or rocky and then there were ones that you know are potentially you know wild horses-esque yeah and or whatever other type of esque you want to go for but it was just that kind of you know the two different sides of it you know because you know certain bands aren't pigeonholed even fish for example which a lot of people just dismiss as a druggy jam band but if you really listen to them you know there's a lot of you know, I'm, I'm one of those people oh me too um <laughs> but i'm a weird fish fan i like their studio albums and um okay right but just to give an example you know people just dismiss them as you know oh they're just this new grateful dead even though if you really listen to them part Frank zappa fart fart part talking heads mm-hmm. part bluegrass part you know 70s funk classic rock you know there's so much to them you know there's something for everyone and it's not just you know this one dimensional thing that people see them as now do you would you want to take that risk on a on an ep or 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 an album by sort of doing some of the that that blending of stuff or do you think that's just more so what you can do in a in a live set because um, i think you're the the on the table is sort of pretty solid and consistent blues rock yeah um and i feel that's i'm, I'm sorry that made it sound like a really underhanded you know backhanded compliment ah, um, whatever. <laughs> i'll take it I've, I've gotten worse much worse better too but much worse you can take that quote and put it on your website um <laughs> wait how did i just refer to it in, instead of a, anyways um crappy blues rock i think you said <laughs> no i did not use that term yeah, yeah, whatsoever yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mad attack road hour says crappy yeah. blues rock but i mean it it's really solid great music um but would, would you sort of want to like do a full-length album of like almost like alternating between i don't know your alter egos like here we are with culprits and here we are um just doing acoustic stuff or would that or would people have a tough time digging into it do you think no i mean for me it just depends how the songs flow together it doesn't matter it could have you know two more mellow songs two more upbeat funkier songs heavier it it doesn't matter um you know as far as the you know just to say you know the josh stuff versus Mm -hmm. the culprit stuff it, it it's not like one has to be this and one has to be that. It's just one is a certain thing aesthetically, but it doesn't mean it can't have other elements to it. <clears throat> like my bassist, for example, you know, he plays mandolin, banjo. Yeah, I saw I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would love to incorporate that, you know, with some of the songs that we're working on to finish out the album mm-hmm. or it can just be on, you know, quote Josh record. But, you know, if two songs are very different than, you know, the eight other ones or whatever. As long as it fits, that's fine. Right. Yeah, and just, and that people can still find the same elements in there. Exactly. Because again, uh, I, I tend to agree with you that we don't give, I think, some of the listening audience enough credit that they would be able to to do that. Right. Um, but I think there's a whole rabbit hole that we'll just try and avoid. Yeah. Talking about the whole music industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we could talk about that for a few minutes. But yeah, 
a few minutes for sure. Yeah, but as far as albums, you know, it just it matters what works. I mean, one of my favorite albums of the 2000s onward is Z by My Morning Jacket, who I love. I mean, it's part Prince, it's part Waltzy. Like, it, it just it, it has a little bit of literally something for everyone. And, you know, it kind of catapulted them to a different level. And, mm-hmm. you know, I still believe in the power of an album in our very digital age. Yes. I mean, so do I. I mean, I, I understand there's that need, I think, for people to put out EPs. Um, I do grow frustrated, though, by people who just seemingly, you know, release singles. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that that is one of the things I, I will say. I wish people did sort of more of an album and had, I think, took, you know, take that faith in the listening audience that people can listen all the way through yeah. an album. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's because we're a, both a little bit older than yeah. whatever the target market for so much of, of music. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, you're, you're, you're referencing albums, you know, you're refer- referencing complete albums. Let, yeah. you know, let it be by the, the repa- replacements and Tim. Um, and because I'm sure what you do is that when you put it on, you listen to it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like putting my um, iTunes on random shuffle, but, but more so I do, I would much rather listen to an album and sort of lose myself in it. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on the mood. I mean, I can go through a phase where I only listen to albums for a month or two, but yeah. I also have playlists or you skip through. But, you know, there's just something very, you know, especially now with everything being so instantaneous and, you know, everything on your phone, just you know, everything so quick. You know, you just sit down for half hour, hour, however long an album is, you know, whether it's th- something by Thelonious Monk or, you know, one of Biggie's two albums or The Beatles or Highway 61 Revisited, my favorite <laughs> album of all time. Okay. Um, you know, it's just, it's a different experience than just a playlist or, you know, just running through some songs. Right. Well, l- let's hear another one of those songs from, from the EP. Um, you've mentioned it before, Like a Dead Horse. And we're going to go down to um, Louisiana and follow it with a brand new release by a, a band called Felix Koopa. Cool. Uh, it is, and I think people will like it. If they like your music, there we go. We're giving people credit again. Yeah, nothing we, wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Hey, you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hope everybody enjoyed that little trip down to Louisiana. That was Habitué by Felix Koopa. Indie Soul with a taste of Southern Groove. Um, and if you're going down to Louisiana this weekend, maybe you can go see them at uh, Crew of Chaos on Sunday. You never know. Somebody's, hey, if you're there, you should go there. Somebody, somebody might be listening and going like, I'm going down to Louisiana. I'll go check them out. Why not? Sure, why not? And of course, before that, we heard from Josh, his song, well, sorry, Josh and the Culprits. Yeah. You know, we need and to that was sure. a collaborative song. Ah, okay. Yep, one of the first that we wrote as a group. So, yes, definitely now, a culprit song. Now, so what do the culprits refer to? Um, originally, um, you know, um, I was in, you know, random bands with friends, you know, high school, college. But once I started doing, you know, shows as, you know, Josh Yavna, I just felt like a schmuck, you know, having people up there with me and just being my name. Sometimes it was friends. Um, and yep. I just wanted to, I felt the name was more fitting and I didn't want to be just Josh and friends. And, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge Neil Young fan and Tom Petty, rest his soul. I was a huge, huge fan. So, I thought to myself, you know, something like Neil Young and Crazy Horse or Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and just Josh Javin and the Culprits. I'm like, all right, that'll do. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's kind of been our evolving door of people um, for a long time now. But for the past almost two years, it's been a steady lineup. And um, it's, it was kind of a rejuvenation as far as a group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, it's exciting now to have, you know, this group of guys, um, you know, Tim and Kevin, who have been around for like the two years and John. The drummer who's been with me on and off for eight years, you know, good old friend of mine. And they're all going to be there on Saturday night. They'll all be there Saturday night. Okay. Um, interesting thing about you. I can't find your music on Bandcamp. So where's the best place for people to get it? Your um, website. Uh, there's joshyavna.com. There's also, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. Um, Reverb Nation has a bunch of songs that are not on those places yet. Um, that's probably the best place to hear music as of now. But uh, the EP's on, you know, pretty much every online music platform. So check it out if you like what you've heard so far. So um, do people a favor, uh, spell your last name. My last name is Yavne, Y-A-V-N-E-H. For those people who might not be in the New York vicinity and, you know, be able to pick up on on, on such a regular basis uh, at all times. If you type Yavna into any <laughs> online platform, I'm very confident that you won't get many other things besides my stuff. <laughs> so Y-A-V-N-E-H. Um, so, so one of the things that certainly always like to, to remind people um, is that if you are a fan of this artist, uh, if you are a fan of Josh, if you are a, a fan of Carolyn Rose, who we heard from, or The Normal Living, yeah. um, who, All great you, stuff. who you've played played with, yes. um, that uh, I, I think it's really important to be an advocate for, for that band with people who you work with. Um, and I know it sounds like a really dopey thing, but you should be saying to people who you work with, like, hey, have you heard this guy? It's really good. Um, yeah. Because we all know that if we turn on iHeartRadio, it's really awful. It gives, yeah. me, it gives me a pain. Yeah, no. In yeah, my heart. No, I, I can relate. Um, you know, when you're hearing radio stations, you know, play the same, you know, 10, 12 songs over and over and over again. You know, and even when you have the old stations that play old songs, they <laughs> they have, they have depending on how far back they want to go, they have decades of great songs to play and they somehow manage to play, you know, you know, three Journey songs and whatever else they want to play. <laughs> it's the same. Like, I love Q104.3, but it's very, I don't understand why they've, one day they decided, hey, uh, let's just take these 
15 songs, just play them over and over and over again. <laughs> what about all these other great songs? You can play? Nah, it's okay. No, it's okay. Um, I just don't get it. <laughs> Either. Uh, definitely something that we do not uh, do here at Radio Free Brooklyn. So again, so Josh is playing Saturday night at Bazaar Bushwick. It is a free show, but you already know that you're going to go and you're going to throw money into the bucket when the person comes around um, and ask so you can support the local and independent artists who are making our lives better. Um, yep. So definitely with your EP with the the culprits, it's Thank you. it's it's very good. Thank you very much. Um, so y- y- we can take out that other sort of backhanded compliment that was terrible. You know, we'll what, what backhanded compliment? <laughs> but, hey, it's a compliment either way. Look, right? I'll take it. One time, someone <laughs> said um, one of my songs sounded like a third rate pro drum. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll take that. Yeah, well, as long as you're listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we want. I love pro jam. That works for me. <laughs> Hey, if you stay tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn after the Roden Hour, um, you will be able to hear Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane as your host. His theme for this evening is love. Um, and we actually, and trampoline, your song, Trampoline, is kind of a love song. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But, you know not, not, not the most lovey-dovey love song. No, 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 no part. But, but it's definitely there. Yeah, it's no, for sure. There, so. It was part of a goodbye to somebody else, but hi, someone else, I'll find you. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to close out with Bad Ache. Uh, and we're going to follow it with um, sort of giving a special shout out to a friend of mine who's celebrating their birthday today. And we used to have a music exchange relationship um, when they had a, their own show on Wayne Radio at Wayne State University in cool. uh, Detroit. And so, happy birthday, friend! <laughs> happy birthday, Sarah Carson! And so we were—I uh, was able to get exposed to a whole bunch of uh, really great Detroit and Michigan music. And, uh, and, in, and, and in turn, we sent them Brooklyn music and all sorts of stuff. So, um, and it was through the band, the mugs that we developed our relationship. Cool. All very, don't worry. Hugs through mugs. <laughs> Hugs through the mugs. Yeah. Josh, thanks very much for coming. Um, for hope me. things go really well on Saturday. Give my best to Eli and Frank, um, uh, cause they will put on a great show as well on Saturday night. This is bad ache and we're going to follow it with lightning cries by the mugs. You've been listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Some other things going on You got a better